Dean Richards joins us from WGN TV. Good morning, Dean. Hello there. Hello there. How are you today? Oh, delightful. Are you getting ready for New Year's? Big New Year's Eve, going out, staying up till midnight. Woo! Uh, nah, at least <laughs> one of those things. <laughs> I don't think this is the first year in like a decade, maybe, that I haven't hosted the New Year's Countdown on Channel 9. Yeah. We're, we're not doing one this year. Okay. Um, because um, it's a... It, it's a yeah, it's it's crazy on on New Year's Eve, and uh, we're just uh, decided to take a pass. Are you hosting a last man standing uh, marathon or anything? I, that would be <laughs> that would be fantastic. Start a new tradition. I would love that on Channel Nine uh, for midnight. So I don't know. I have no idea what I'm doing. But you're cooking this morning, and you're you're, you're prepping am, some appetizers. I right? am. We're uh, right in the middle of a food processor malfunction. Oh no. Uh, the I don't know something's not working with my food processor. So and one I'm doing three New Year's uh, Eve appetizers, mm-hmm. and one of them is a spicy feta cheese dip, which is so delicious. Uh, but you do need a food processor <laughs> to put all the ingredients in to make the aforementioned dip. And uh, Dave, so, can you run over to Walmart and I get? I don't know what Dina. I'm not a hundred percent sure what I'm going to be doing here. What did our grandmothers do before there were food processors? <laughs> yeah, they used a spoon. They and used a, fork. a spoon and a fork and and uh, chomped on it very very hard. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of work to me. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like more work than I'm willing to. Can't put you just in. have an intern sit there and just stir in front of you? Intern, what's that? <laughs> we haven't had any of those <laughs> since right? the pandemic. Yeah, okay, fun. It's been a long time. Anyway, we'll figure it out. As uh, that's not even really the I- issue. As I've mentioned to Bob so many times, this cooking segment isn't. So much about the recipe, it's about the danger factor. Oh. Uh, and whether or not I'm going to burn myself, <laughs> if I'm going to cut something uh, that yeah. shouldn't be cut, yeah. uh, if there's going to be some injury factor, that's really why you, you tune in. And I would say the burn factor is fairly high today yeah. because yeah. I also have a uh, caramelized onion tart, which is so easy to make Ooh. and so delicious. Uh, so I'm going to do that in our little Kenner Easy Bake Oven that we have. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's nice. We should make that a New Year's resolution here to get better appliances. They should, or, or they should be a sponsor. Because uh, really, uh, most yeah. of the appliances that I cook with every Wednesday, are you can buy them in the toy department <laughs> at, uh, at most any, if, if Toys R Us were still open. Is it a Westinghouse? It's not. It's not a Kenmore. It's, um, it's Kenner. It's a Kenner Easy. Kenner. Kenner. Yeah, it's a Kenner Easy. Kishwani, you remember those? Oh, sure. The Kenner Easy Bake Oven. I think my cousin D had one. Yeah. 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 You cook with a light bulb, basically. Mm-hmm. Might it's have the, been ideal. It's the heat of a light bulb. Uh, so what else? I have that, and oh, you've been to like many fancy parties, I imagine, where they put out the focaccia board, the uh, charcuterie oh, yeah. uh, board, mm-hmm. and it's always very decorative and. You it's nice snacks and everything on there. So uh, I got the harebrained idea to do one of those, but do it on focaccia bread, which oh. is also very decorative. Oh, like uh, so you lay out your focaccia bread. Uh, you slice it into, you know, like little bite-sized pieces, but still hold it together. And then you put all your charcuterie uh, stuff 
uh, on them. When did when did cold cuts become charcuterie? <laughs> the bologna. When did they and, change and the, liver the sausage. name of uh, <laughs> salami to charcuterie? I'm not sure exactly when that happened. It was but more recent. I think you put yeah. your fancy your fancy uh, stuff on there. And uh, you serve it to your guests. Couldn't be any easier, and I guarantee you couldn't be any more delicious. I've had to really pivot with this gluten thing that I've got going on, and I know Steve and Johnny are all about that, but I, this is very new to me. Like, I, you know, it's crazy. Like, I break out if I eat anything glutinous. But you can replace so much with different flours and rice flours and, and, and things to make and still enjoy those sure. things and, and just replace it one for one for the most part. But Yeah, yeah I think my feta dip is completely is it? gluten-free, I mm, believe. I like that. Because it's all, it's just cheese and vegetables and, you know, you'd have to, instead of using uh, some delicious... Uh, you know, breads, like some crostini, you'd need to do it with, uh, like, vegetable or something, which also would be very nice. I like that. I like that. So you're going to be sitting home in your boxers, just kind of watching, uh, hoping Mark Gian Greco calls you, and uh, when she's, he's out with Janet Davies. Trying to get past the image of me sitting home in my boxers, <laughs> and a little disturbed that you thought of it. <laughs> Okay. Shwani, uh, what are you doing for New Year's Eve? Yeah. I'm not sure yeah, yet. Chicago actually. loves to follow uh, <laughs> the uh, you know the nightlife of uh, Dave Schwan. I, I, I actually don't know yet. Um, haven't discussed it with Gilda. So we'll find out. I'll, let, I'll give you a report Monday morning. Yeah, you're welcome to come over and we can uh, watch an Andy Griffith marathon. <laughs> Binge watch, Andy. Yeah. Dave, what about you? Or um, Andy, what about you? Uh, I'll be at the good old number nine until about 11 o'clock that night. Mm. So doesn't get any better than that. Ring in the new year with Tom's killing. Will there be a ball drop? Uh, if I drop like one, a, sounds like a personal question. <laughs> if I drop one, <laughs> if I drop one. Oh my gosh! I am taking my youngest son and uh, a bunch of his friends up to Wisconsin to watch the uh, a cheese ball drop. Nice uh, for New Year's. So yeah, that'll be fun. All right, some entertainment news today to share. Yes, we have a couple of, uh, this is the week really where there's not a lot uh, that is going on, but we do have a couple of stories, and uh, one of them is a sad story, the death of an actor uh, who was featured in the Academy Award-winning film Parasite, the South Korean film from a couple of years ago that surprised everybody and uh, won all of the awards. The actor's name is Lee Sun-kyun. He was uh, reported missing by his wife and then found in his car in a parking lot uh, with what appeared to be a suicide note. Mm. Uh, Before his death, police uh, had launched an investigation into alleged drug use. So whether or not that's involved in any of this, we don't know. But he was in Parasite. He was in the Apple TV series Dr. Brain. He's featured in several South Korean TV series uh, as well. And uh, just to make the story even a little bit sadder, he was only 48 years old. Yeah, very young. Yeah, very, very young. Um, and Dolly Parton uh, does such good work um, and is such a community leader and always gives back. And she did something pretty wonderful. Uh, yeah, this is, uh, I think this is pretty spectacular when any celebrity does it, and lots of them do. But uh, it's so characteristic of Dolly Parton. She had heard about a man who had been battling cancer for the last two years. Uh, The cancer had spread to other parts of his body. Uh, He had undergone chemotherapy and radiation, and uh, it was not working as a treatment. Uh, This uh, gentleman 
who was uh, going through this, whose name is uh, LeGrand Gold, had a bucket list of things that he wanted to do before he passed away, trips to places, uh, sporting events, uh, etc. Number seven on his list was meet Dolly Parton. Dolly heard about it, and she wasn't able to actually go for a personal meeting, but she called him and spent quite a bit of time with him on the telephone. She sang to him, serenaded him with uh, one of her songs, and said uh, to him, I've heard you've been a fan of mine for many years, and I just wanted to say thank you for that. So uh, that you know brightened up Mr. Gold's day, as you can imagine. Um, Dolly said, uh, I always want to just try to make people happy with my music and the things I do and the things I say. She said, I'm glad to know that I have touched your life in some way. Thank you for honoring me with that. So that's, uh, there's, there is, uh, in a sentence, uh, the conglomeration of Dolly Parton. Yeah, as I was say, you know what? She's always, obviously always been uh, a very popular figure um, in in pop culture, but I feel like now more than ever, like her star is even bigger. That's true. Yeah. I've been inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, you know, during COVID, she donated millions of dollars toward uh, research for the first vaccine that we had that uh, you know changed the course of. How we were battling COVID. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's uh, you know al- always there for others, and not not to mention you know new music and her amusement park and you know fashion. She's got a cooking line now. She's got yeah uh, baking products. So it's true. Uh, God bless her. God bless her for uh, having some fun. And you've got some final numbers for uh, Christmas Day box office, which is usually a big deal. Yeah, Christmas weekend is usually a pretty big uh, weekend for movies. And uh, yesterday we had reported that Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom was the number one movie of the weekend. Still was, because uh, that movie opened this past Friday uh, and earned enough money to be the number one movie of the weekend. But on Christmas Day itself, The Color Purple, among other movies, was released and in just that one day, The Color Purple took over the number one spot at the box office for Christmas Day, took in $18 million, became the second biggest uh, holiday uh, Christmas Day release of all time. Uh, so, you know, the people, you know, I, I had said yesterday I was surprised that The Color Purple didn't chart anywhere in the box office numbers. It's only because they haven't tabulated the Christmas Day numbers yet uh, when we talked about this yesterday morning. But The Color Purple is out there, and it is doing gangbusters business, as it should. It's a really great movie. I gave it a Dean's List A. It's, uh, you know, if you're a fan of the uh, original novel or the Whoopi Goldberg version of the movie, it's, uh, you know, definitely... Uh, something that you you want to see the, that Wonka, Maestro. I mean, those, those are all the movies. Uh, you know, if you've got some time over this holiday period, those are the ones to go and see. Yeah, I'm gonna go see Alex. Uh, take Alex to see Wonka uh, this week for Good sure. One. He wants to see Good it. Good choice. Yeah. Yep, yep. What's uh, happening home video this week, Dean? Uh, home video this week. We've got a few choices like uh, the uh, possible Oscar contender that is called the Holdovers. With Paul Giamatti, uh, that is going to be on the Peacock streaming platform starting on Friday. This movie, uh, The Sound of Freedom, was one of the big surprise movies of the year. Uh, it was an independent film. It's a faith-based film, which generally does not do huge box office numbers. But this movie, The Sound of Freedom, did. 
about a former Homeland Security agent who goes rogue in order to fight child sex trafficking. Uh, Jim Caviezel stars in this movie. It, uh, it is on uh, Amazon Prime Video right now. Denzel Washington's latest, The Equalizer 3, is uh, dropping on the uh, New Year's Day on Netflix. We've got a brand new streaming service, uh, season two at least, of the animated uh, Marvel adventure, What If... They're putting out new episodes every single day this week on Disney Plus, if you're interested. If you're a Doctor Who fan, the uh, Doctor Who 60th anniversary holiday special Mm. is on uh, Disney Plus right now. Uh, Some great documentaries out this week. There's one on the life uh, and uh, both personal and professional of Willie Nelson that's called Willie Nelson and Family that is spectacular. It is, uh, you know, got all of his music featured in it, and uh, everybody who's anybody uh, talking about uh, Willie Nelson, that's on Paramount Plus Showtime. There is uh, a a making of documentary, Oprah Winfrey talking about the making of The Color Purple. She's the executive producer of the movie. That uh, will drop on Max tomorrow. Uh, we also have uh, Ricky Gervais with a new stand-up comedy special. It's on Netflix right now, Ricky Gervais, Armageddon. And on New Year's Eve, Dave, Dave Chappelle will have uh, a brand-new stand-up special oh, cool. called The Dreamer that will also be on the Netflix. You know, we also talk about, uh, as we do year in reviews and so forth, um, with those we lost in 2023, and, the, you know, the list is big as it always is. Um, and Jimmy Bump. Jimmy Buffett was a big one, and a big one for you, who you sat down with some years ago. I did, yeah. This has been a remarkable year for celebrity uh, death. It seems like all I was doing was writing obituaries yeah. this year. Matthew Perry, Tina Turner, Paul Rubens, uh, Pee Wee Herman, Suzanne Summers, uh, Ryan O'Neill, Bob Barker, Harry Belafonte, the great Tony Bennett, yeah. uh, Alan Arkin, Norman Lear, the great Norman Lear, among others. But, uh, yeah, Jimmy Buffett was uh, a pretty big surprise uh, when he was here in Chicago when his uh, the musical based on his song Margaritaville uh, came out. We uh, spent a few minutes with him backstage, and he talked about how much he loved this big old city of Chicago. Talk to me a little bit about your love affair with Chicago. I mean, it, it, it goes yeah, back. It goes back. To the day, right? To the day. I mean, uh, Richard Harding uh, had a club on Belmont called The Quiet Night. And in those days, he, as the opening act at the, at the, at the Quiet Night, you, had, you played for a month. But the headliners uh, came every week. Steve Goodman was rising. John Prine was here. Bonnie Kolak, the Holstein Brothers. So I immediately fell into a crowd that were local Chicagoans that kind of adopted me. And from there, you know... Sitting in the bleachers. That, yeah. uh, it, well, <laughs> the old Quiet Night was right down the street. It was Walk, right at Belmont Sheffield. Well, as, yeah. as the opening act, I went on at 7, <laughs> so the games might have been over at 5. Right. So yeah. I'd get a buzz on in the stands, go take a nap, and go to work. <laughs> I just kind of fell in love with every, every kind of aspect of this city. Dean, thanks, buddy. I appreciate it, and have a happy New Year. Happy New Year to everybody. I hope your processor begins to work again. <laughs> You're going to be in trouble. That sounds ominous. <laughs> Have Hoover mix something uh, for you. Doctor, my processor is not working. <laughs> See you, pal. Bye.